Jones, 30, 35, 40, he's in midfield, and they'll never catch The Show Me Your News Network proudly presents Down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers, you may know them as Yoko and I'm a Beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorff. Welcome back to the Gridiron. I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. And Down the Sidelines is the sports podcast that debates and predicts the latest in the athletic world. We are part of the Show Me News Network, and this is the 26th episode of the podcast on March 20th, 2013. It is March Madness, and usually we're a show that we like our football. We have different football analogies and all that stuff throughout our show, but not this time. This time (laughs) it's all about the tournament. And, you know, episode 11, Joel, we talked about our college basketball season preview, and we're like, yeah, we're, we don't know too much about the subject, but, you know, we'll make some you know rough predictions, but it really matters. You know, the tournament is where it matters. Yeah. Well, now we're here, 15 episodes later, episode 26. Now, let's just look back at our final four picks. This is what we thought at the beginning of the year uh, for what the final four in the tournament would be. I had Kentucky, mm-hmm. Kansas, Florida, and Michigan State. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, one thing that's interesting about that, you've got two SEC schools in there. And yeah. I believe if you look at the um, this, this year for the SEC, compared to, you know, the past couple of years, I know, you know, what Florida was a little, Florida did really well and Kentucky mm-hmm. has done really well. Um, you know, Florida had a really great year Kentucky not so much but apparently they have nine teams in the top 100 this year wow which I guess didn't really translate to you know like the teams making the tournament mm-hmm. but you know I mean you got to look at you know there is some strength spread out in that conference because what you look was it Ole Miss that won the whole thing Ole Miss uh, beat Florida in their championship game yeah yeah and Alabama did well enough that I believe they're a one seed in the um, the yeah, NIT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and before you know, going in that tournament, they I don't know if they even would have made that I many. They just did really well in the tournament. Um, and old old Miss, there was a lot of people saying that uh, you know they had them as their last team out. And um, I I heard that even if they didn't win that championship game, they probably would have been in. So apparently, yeah. the SEC is getting a lot more respect. Than it has in the past, so you were kind of right on that sense. I mean, you know, I mean, if you're if you're one seeds, you know, and your final four convert to the actual season itself, right? Well, then it turns out that Kansas and Florida are in the same quarter of the bracket, so that couldn't happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, though, <laughs> well, Kentucky didn't make the tournament this year, but then yeah. last night in the NIT, they were a one seed. Generally, the higher seed plays at home, but you know their stadium is being used for you know the big tournament. Mm-hmm. So they go play at Robert Morris. Yeah, and they don't even sh- they don't show up. They lose to Robert Morris. Yeah, oh, much that was, that was what crazy. like three thousand seat mm-hmm. place. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are high schools that have that many seats in in their arena, and um. It was kind of a homecoming I, for John Calipari. Too, yes, it so was. That was really interesting that he ended up there. But I, you know, you got to think that they just were so distraught. Mm-hmm. They're not in the tournament because you have a feeling that if they had at least made it, someone would have maybe put them in that area 
even in, even if they didn't get a good seed, I have a feeling that they would have been at least closer to home. Well, once they lost Noel, you know, a couple months ago, they were just, you know, much less of a threat. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyway, your Final Four at the beginning of the season, what did you think it would be? Well, I, I had Kentucky as well. Um, just, you know, based on what they do every year, you know, where they bring in lots of five-star players. They might only be there for a year. Mm-hmm. And they well, go they're, the they're recruiting... The coming year is is nuts. Oh yeah, I, I mean know. the thing is, you know, they'll probably be back to the tournament next year. So um, now they never seem to be able to keep players there. They're just right. transferring because they don't get playing time or people leaving early. Um, and then Kansas, um, you know, I got a, a much better look at Kansas this year just because I got to see them play when they came here, and um, it's there was a mid part in the midseason where they were just struggling they lost three or four games in a row and um but they really finished the year strong i mean like they were dominating people by the end of the year and it was really the defense i mean they were getting steals it seemed like every other play um i had to go with the big east team at the beginning of the year and i think syracuse was the highest ranked when we looked at the preseason so i was just like oh, i'll go with them and they seem to give people the most trouble. They, you know, they made it to the Big East finals at least before they had probably the worst second half I've ever seen a team have. Yeah. Um, and then of course Louisville won that. Um, and then Gonzaga, I, you know, that I really didn't even look at at anything their schedule or anything. I just knew that they had success in the tournament in the past, and they have one of the best coaches around. So that I mean that's. He does a really good job recruiting, so that's why I went with them. So I lucked out with that one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they perform. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Kentucky's class, I was trying to you know, look it up for the statistics. According to ESPN's rankings, mm-hmm. they got the number one point guard, the number one shooting guard, <laughs> the number one center, the number three small forward, and the number nine power forward. So... That that's kind of a, sounds like pretty good class. The year that they what they had six guys leave early for the NBA, mm-hmm. including their six man. A lot of them were you know first rounders too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We well, had to play that team, so yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, well, our the bracket is very close to being locked in as tomorrow is the first round of play. I know, I know. Some people call well. They they like to call the uh, the play-in games the first round. Yeah. But but they're really just playing games. So I guess the round of sixty-four, as it were, starts tomorrow, mm-hmm. and that's going to be crazy because we live three miles away from the Palace of Auburn Hills. And when I say yeah. we, I mean my brother and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they've got you know a couple matchups, including you know, Michigan and Michigan State. They're there. The the traffic's gonna be a bit crazy. I was gonna say, what time? What time are those games? Are they? Um, Michigan is at like seven fifteen p.m. Like, and then Michigan State's in the afternoon. They want to try to get, you know, people to come to both blocks so they don't, you know, put the local teams in one of them. They just spread them out and try to get as many people to each. Yeah. Man, that would be awesome if you could go. Yeah, but you know, work, <laughs> work beckons. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I've only ever been to one. 
and That's I don't true. want to talk about it. <laughs> well, but you could make the argument that it's better to watch on TV anyway. Just to yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's one thing. Like when I went, I went. It was in Indianapolis, so we had to go to where the Colts play, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. Um, it's just like, like I was really high up, <laughs> so it would have looked a lot better on TV anyway. Yeah. Well, let's look at our brackets now. We have to. Put the caveat in there on our down the uh, down the sidelines forums. Mm-hmm. We have an ESPN Show Me Your News bracket league, yeah. uh, where you can you know put in the password of my body is ready mm-hmm. spaces all lowercase my body is ready, and um, you can get in our league. And granted, you know it closes tomorrow, so I guess it may be a little late to say it. But Joel and I have not seen our brackets. We've filled out our brackets, but mm-hmm. we are not allowed to see our opponents' brackets until yeah. the action starts tomorrow. So we've picked our final fours and all that stuff, but you know, we figure we go you know round by round and see how our brackets shake down in the end. Yeah. Um, um, before we actually talk about the games that are you know we, we picked and all that, this round of sixty four, what matchups are you know catching your eye here? Um I'm really feeling like if I can find where it is, I believe it is in the. Let's say south. Which bracket is this? It's not telling me. Um, it's Pitt, Wichita State. Hmm. It's in eight nine, I believe. Yes. That's in the west west bracket. I believe that will come down to the buzzer hmm. kind of matchup. I just feel like. Um, you know, I, 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 I see Pittsburgh, you know, getting past them, but I feel like it's going to be such a close game, maybe where Pitt has to come back. It, it seems like, uh, you know, at least the past couple of years I've watched them in the tournament, they really play, you know, kind of to the level of their opponent, especially when they had a higher seed. I know this year they don't really have a high seed, but um, I feel like that game could be, you know, either war. I don't really feel like it's an upset which team loses because Wichita State I think is a pretty good team too. Mm-hmm. Um I I feel like if um if if a Wisconsin um Kansas State game happens, if if that possibility come, you know, if both those teams win, that could be a really good game. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you want to watch it. Um and those games just happen to be over there in the same um, region, so um, I don't know. Those are just two that like stood out to me. Um, another one that is pretty much in the same it, it is in the same region. Um, let's see, Notre Dame and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Iowa State just the best shooting team in the country. Imagine that. So, um, you know they they just shoot lights out. Um, Notre Dame. I really just haven't even watched that much of them, but I feel like if Iowa State wins that game, I wouldn't really consider that an upset either because yeah. um, I feel like Iowa State's one of those teams that if they're shooting well enough, they could beat anybody, kind of. So those those are a few, you know, over there in that 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 whole same area that mm-hmm. kind of um, jump out to me. They just all happen to be in the same same region, so. I think uh, over in the East, I think a couple that stand out, you know, UNLV and California. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Cal, that's a 5-12. I think that'll be really interesting. Although, Butler Bucknell, 
the 611 oh, is yes. going to be a really good one of you know mid majors that have made you know runs or had upsets in the past. I think those two teams will you know go at it. And a lot of people are also saying that VCU Akron is going to be a really good first round game. Yeah, so. I, I I'm Akron I believe doesn't have their their starting point guard. I think mm-hmm. maybe he's out for the rest of the season. So I feel like um, if he had been, you know, if he had been there, their seeding might have changed. Like, I think he's one of those kind of players where if if he had been there, their seeding might have been even better. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, oh, oh uh, a lot of people are saying that the Minnesota, in the Minnesota-UCLA matchup, that Minnesota's favored in that game. I have, a huff, I have a hard time buying that. Um, because I think a lot of people are feeling that... I think it has to do with uh, UCLA's RPI. Mm. Not very good. Um, and apparently they... Apparently Minnesota, what Minnesota does really well is uh, rebound. Okay. And UCLA like was last in the Pac-12 in rebounding margin. Interesting. So apparently there's a lot of factors in that. Because there was some analyst I listened to the other day who said, um, you know, I'm going to go against the grain and pick UCLA in this one. I was like, what is he, what is he talking about? <laughs> so um, that's something to watch. Um, I was personally surprised Minnesota got in the tournament, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, they just really, I mean, what, at the beginning of the season, weren't they very highly ranked? Like, I mean, yeah. they, they were another one of those Big Ten teams that was well, yeah, ranked just, in the top. I just like, think you know, the Big Ten, you know, helped their strength of schedule and all that. Uh, last oh, yeah. you know, game that really jumps out to me, Oklahoma State played well, you know, all year, really good team. Then Oregon and come, comes and wins the uh, Pac-12 oh, tournament. Yeah. So a 5-12 there, Oregon State. I'm sorry, Oklahoma State and Oregon. State. Yeah. Uh, um, 5-12. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's a definitely a game to watch. Oregon had a better season this year than, um, than I, I clearly expected. Um, you know, Everybody, everyone knows who their coach is. I know that. Um, it's you know, do the they brother, brother-in-law of the president of the United States? Um, and yeah, know that. Yeah, well, it's it's Michelle Obama's brother. Oh, is the coach of the Oregon Ducks. Wow. And um, so it's nice to see that he's doing well. Um, and um, I'm I'm sure that. You know, especially if they started getting really far, that the the president would endorse them. I don't know. I haven't seen his bracket. They always make that a big thing. Yeah, I've I think that's his... going to be tomorrow or something like that on Sports Center. Yeah. Um. So everybody needs to go check out what what the you know president how far is. he puts Oregon through. Yes. You know, especially see how much confidence he has in his brother-in-law. Um. But yeah, you know, certainly. You know, you've got Arizona and UCLA. Usually, Washington are the teams that dominate the Pac-12. So it's nice to see Oregon doing a lot better. Mm. You know, making the making the round 64. Um, I don't know. I mean, anything else that stands out to you? Not really. I mean, let's just get to what are the upsets you have in your bracket here? Upsets, upsets, upsets. Let's see. I feel like it didn't have nearly as many. Like uh, the ones that I guess you would consider a numerical upset. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be like eight and nine kind of thing. Um, I feel like also, 
Okay, well, I, I mean, I guess you could say Cincinnati over Creighton mm. could be an upset. Um, I, you know, honestly, I really I didn't watch as much Big East basketball this year as I usually do because I was watching a lot more pack, uh, Big 12 basketball. Um, but I definitely watched the tournament. Um, and I don't know. I mean, Cincinnati's usually pretty good. They have a good track record in the... I know a lot more about them than I know about Creighton. So, that's why I went with them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, anything else? Anything else? Ooh. I have Belmont over Arizona. I've got that one, too. Yeah. Um, because, uh, it's weird, because lately, when I think basketball, if I were to be given a choice between either of those two, I'd think Belmont which some people would think is crazy because Arizona is much... I mean, they're a very good basketball school, but... Belmont's uh, proven themselves over yeah, the past few tournaments. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't have any really high seeds tumbling that or quite that early. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel, like, I feel like they did a really good job with the seedings this year. Yeah. Not like, you know... I feel like if Duke had been a one seed, I'd argue against that. I don't feel like they finished the season strong enough to deserve one. Um, they Although said, it's kind of weird with the whole, you know, Miami winning the regular season and ACC tournament. And that well, yeah. Whenever that's happened, the ACC like, team always gets a one seed. Well, you know, I believe um, they they did an interview with the the one of the guys who you know was on the committee. Mm-hmm. They picked the teams, and they said the next one seed in. So, in other words, the number five team was Miami. Miami does. Make they sense. are the yeah. They are the number one two seed. That's you know it is why the Indiana was the number four. Yeah, one seed. So it's why Miami. But yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and like uh, there was a lot of argument, you know, between. Saying like, oh, why is Gonzaga got this spot? Their schedule is horrible, you know, that kind of sick thing. But I guess it was just basically a, oh, well, they just didn't have enough losses to give them a two seed. Mm-hmm. They were the number one seed in the country going yeah. into that championship week. Um, it's just like you know they could only improve. So they couldn't really improve themselves in their tournament mm-hmm. like all these other teams can. So you didn't want to really use it against them. Um. I, I, you know, I, I feel like another really good matchup to look at, um, and I, I don't think it's an upset either way, is the North Carolina-Villanova matchup. Oh, yeah. That's huge. I mean, there will be so many people watching that game. If there's a Kansas-North Carolina matchup, mm-hmm. you know that the ratings on that game are going to be bigger than probably, like, some Final Four games. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just their fan bases are huge, and there is a big connection there. According to so, Roy Williams, so. yeah, he's probably going to be wearing his Kansas shirt if they lose. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, you know, I just think they did a really good job with the seedings, and um, I congratulate them on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so you do have. That matchup happening, Kansas and North Carolina? Um, let's see. No, I actually don't. I don't either. I, I, actually, I actually have I have it spoiled. Mm-hmm. So. 
Do you have a 512? Uh, 12 beating a 5. 12 beating a 5. Let's see. Oh. You don't? I don't think so. That's surprising. Hmm. Well, I mean, real quickly, I mean, my quote-unquote upsets here that I've picked, we got Missouri a 9 over Colorado State an 8. I have da, 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 Belmont over Arizona, like you said. Mm. Villanova over UNC a 9 over 8. I have Oklahoma over San Diego State a 10 over 7. Mm. I do have a 12 Cal beating a 5 UNLV. Yeah. And uh, Bucknell beating Butler an 11 over 6. And Davidson a 14 beating Marquette a 3. Also Colorado a 10 over Illinois a 7. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those are my upsets going in there. Our Sweet 16 though. Mm. I'll break it down here what my Sweet 16 are. We got Louisville and St. Louis. Yeah. We got Memphis and Creighton. I have Gonzaga and Wisconsin. New Mexico and Ohio State. Kansas and VCU. Florida and Georgetown. Indiana and Syracuse. And Bucknell and Miami. Uh, Interesting ones to point out. I do have Michigan and Michigan State going out in the round of 32. Um, I do think Michigan can get past South Dakota State, and even there's some question there because South Dakota State uh, did really well in the Summit League this year. Um, But I I think VCU is going to have a pretty good tournament. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I think Michigan is just soft on the inside. They have difficulty rebounding the ball. They haven't played good defense, you know, the second half of the season. So they can be beaten. Uh, Michigan State has Final Four talent, but it's it's kind of a, a mental, emotional thing with that team. And mm-hmm. I think Memphis is... They've only lost, I think, four games this year. Yeah. And, you know, there is a bad Xavier loss in there, but, you know, the teams they've lost to and the margins... They, one of them was Louisville. They lost to... Um, you know, a couple other really good teams. They're they're a talented team, so I don't think you can necessarily sleep on Memphis. And I think uh, Creighton upsets Duke. I think Creighton might be a little bit of a sleeper in this tournament mm-hmm. with uh, Craig McDermott. Uh, anything else that really jumps out of my transition from the round of 32 to Sweet 16? Um, I'm surprised that New Mexico is you know, favored so heavily, but, you know, for a competition that I have them against at Harvard and Belmont, I think they can get through to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually watched a few of their games this year and yeah. was very surprised at how good they were. Yeah. And oh. then uh, Bucknell and Davidson, uh, what I have in the round of 32, I think Bucknell can beat Davidson, so they're in the Sweet 16 for me. All right. Um... Well, I guess we'll start off where you did. Um, I've actually got Louisville and Oklahoma State. Mm. Um, I feel like um, I I don't know. Just from I I always when I looked at them, I always thought um, 
you know, would I rather play Kansas or would I rather play Oklahoma State? And I always would rather play Kansas. I know that sounds really weird. Mm. But, um, I mean, Oklahoma State just, each time we played them, they just destroyed us. I mean, it wasn't even close. Um, and, re- I mean, it was really just based on um, their guard play. It's just really good. Um, I feel like they don't have a good, as good of a defense as Kansas, but um, they can score. I mean, they can just score on anyone. I mean, the, they have a guy that was averaging like 28 points a game or something. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I have them, you know, at least getting past, um, what is it, like Oregon and St. Louis. Um, then I have actually have Michigan State yep. getting there. Um, you know... You know, they're three-seed for a reason. They, I mean, the thing is, what they can do with a high seed, um, I, I feel like the lower the seed they had gotten, you know, it would have been tougher. It makes things so much easier that they got a high, higher seed than, than I expected that they would get. Um, and they, they just, I mean, they have one of the best tournament coaches there is. They sure do. I mean, he could take a team with, you know, not nearly as much talent as the other team. It's like I remember when they played a UConn team that was so much better than them, and they just slowed the game down so much that they won. Um, so I, I feel like I feel like if he can just get into the tournament, he can will his team. You know, to Sweet Sixteen like it's nothing. <laughs> That's kind of what generally is the opinion around here. So fairly um, accurate. Yeah, um, I, I've actually then. Um, where you would see my, pro- I guess you would call it like a first big upset kind of thing. I've got Cincinnati getting to the, um, getting there to wow. the Sweet 16, which means, you know, they probably had to go through, you know, Albany. <laughs> no, yeah, oh man. They probably had to go through Duke to get there. Um, you know, I I don't know. I just from watching Duke's recent games saw so many problems with that team. Yeah, I think Duke's pretty vulnerable. Um, yeah, just a lot more problems than than people tend to let on. I think. I mean, Maryland just exposed them. That game was not even that close. Mm-hmm. It, it was like a blowout, and they they kind of came back into it. Um, and then um, I got Gonzaga playing Kansas State. Um, which I think could be a really good game, and I I really want to see actually. I I take you know I take Wisconsin too. I think that that'd be a good game with yeah. Gonzaga, but um, I just feel like I feel like they come out on top based on um based on their defense in that Wisconsin game. Um, I got New Mexico. Um, you know, very solid team. You know, not very difficult route to get there, especially you know if if but I think they match up better with Belmont anyways. If Belmont comes out against Arizona and wins, um, and as long as Harvard doesn't shoot the lights out, I feel like they can get past them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got I've got them playing Ohio State. Yeah. Um, Ohio State just, you know, I really didn't even watch them. Um, earlier in the season, but 
they were as impressive as anybody at the end, you know, all the way up into this. Um, you know, they beat a, a very, a, a, you know, Wisconsin team that had taken down Indiana, what, twice or something? Yep. Um, and, I mean, they handled them. So, um, they're just, they're playing really well right now. Um, I, I feel like you gotta, you gotta go with them, you know, even if, you know, just based on how well they did in the tournament. Um, then I've got Kansas playing Villanova. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got, um, well, Kansas and Villanova do play in the round of 32. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I, I was just telling you that. So, All right. Okay. Yeah, we don't know. I can see another Western Kentucky upset. No. Um, and then, you know, Kansas coming out of that game. I feel like they can put enough pressure on Villanova to win that. I, I don't really feel like Villanova can score enough in that game. Um, and then, you know, I, you know, I love VCU. I think that they, there's, you know, there's a really good chance they get to the Sweet 16 or maybe even Elite 8 just because they have such a good seating. But, um, you know, I... You know, Coach Beeline coached here for a while too, and I know that you know he can take he. The thing is, he could take a team that probably doesn't even have that much talent and get it. I've I've seen him get it to the Elite Eight, so I feel like he could take a team that does have a lot of talent and get them even further. Probably. Um, I hope you're right. So I, I've got Michigan going up against Kansas. Wow. So have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I got Florida. You know, did really well in the regular season. Um, you know, kind of took over Kentucky's spot this year. And um, then I have them playing Oklahoma. Really? Will up in Georgetown. Wow. Um, Put it in stone. Using yes. Will. G- Georgetown... Um, I was expecting a lot of them going into the tournament and, you know, Syracuse just I should not have been able to do that to them. And, the, and they just really didn't play. They didn't look like they wanted to win at all. And, um, Oklahoma is just happy to be in this tournament because they probably shouldn't be. Hmm. Um, but they, you know, they won the games to get in. Um, and then I've got... Got in, you know, you gotta have Indiana there, you know. Besides, some of the game, you know, I can't remember what that first loss was, but it was the some mid- major, and then the two it games was to against. Butler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the two games against uh, Wisconsin, you know, they had a pretty solid year. <laughs> they did. And um, you know, probably from the beginning most favorite favorite team to win the whole thing but in their last four games they are two and two so yeah um i feel like you know that's a you know they've had enough time to after that loss in the tournament to kind of get ready for the tournament and the you know having a one seed makes things a lot easier um you got to play a team that's got to play in they've already played a game um so I, you know, that'll be a breeze probably, and uh, I, I just think they're solid enough all around that, like, you know, they could play a bad game and still win. Um, and that second, you know, the well, I guess you'd call it third round game, doesn't look like it would be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I have them playing Syracuse. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they, you know, play that zone defense as well as anybody. And um, they really just don't have to use as much energy on defense. They can focus more on, you know, getting points in transition because they get lots of steals. Um, so, I, you know, that would that'll probably be a pretty good matchup. I feel like Indiana can break that zone, though. So <laughs> it could be a long day if that is an actual matchup. Uh, Marquette had a very good regular season in, um, in the Big East. And I I believe tied for first place in, in the Big East. It was a pretty, um, you know, wide tie across the Big oh, East. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, the you know the teams they tied with are all quality teams. You know, high mm-hmm. seeds yeah. and stuff. So um, I I feel like they're a team that is built to go, you know, at least get to the Sweet Sixteen. And, you know, I, I like, you know, as long as I, I actually like them in a matchup with Butler, I really like them. And I feel like they match up really well. Um, and then I'd have them playing Miami, mm. um, which that would be a really good game. Yeah. So run through those quickly because took a All little right. bit there. <laughs> Louisville playing Oklahoma State. Michigan State playing Cincinnati. Gonzaga playing Kansas State. New Mexico playing Ohio State, um, Kansas playing Michigan, Florida playing Oklahoma, Indiana playing Syracuse, and Marquette playing Miami. Interesting. All right, so we're going to now break down our Elite Eight and into the Final Four. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll go first here. For the Elite Eight in the Midwest bracket, you know, which has a Sweet 16 section of Louisville, St. Louis, Memphis, and Creighton. For my bracket, I have it coming down to Louisville and Creighton, mm-hmm. uh, and then Louisville moves on to the Final Four out of that bracket. I mean, overall number one seed, they're playing rather well, and I think after some of those upsets, um, you know, that doesn't leave you know much. Otherwise, you know, Michigan State and Duke would be the heavy hitters. And as far as my bracket prediction goes, I don't think there's really much in Louisville's way to get to Atlanta for the Final Four in that one. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, uh, we got Louisville playing Michigan State, um, and I I just feel like you know I haven't watched nearly as much you know Michigan State playing and again, but you know you've got two really good coaches going up against each other mm-hmm. who have probably played each other a number of times, and. Um, I just feel like, you know, talent-wise, Louisville's superior. And um, just at least what I watched in that Big East tournament, because that's where I really watched them, that that pressure that they put on defense, them pressing is what got them back in the game against Syracuse. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I mean, Syracuse turned the ball over everywhere. They, They could not handle it at all. I don't think Michigan State can handle that pressure either. So, um, I, I think I think I really do think Louisville will get you know to the Final Four pretty pretty easily. Mm. So we have the same one there. Let's go to the West, which is right below that. Uh, for my Sweet Sixteen, there it's Gonzaga, Wisconsin, New Mexico, and Ohio State. 
have that going down to Gonzaga and Ohio State. And the Michigan fan slash alum <laughs> in me okay. hates that I pick Ohio State to go to the Final Four. But mm. they've won eight straight games in the Big Ten. And Aaron Kraft, their That's point different. guard, is going to be the difference maker for them. Obviously, yeah. you have um, you know, a lot of talent on that team. But he is the engine that makes that team go. And pardon the pun, but Aaron Kraft is very crafty. Um, it's, he was electric in the second half of, you know, uh, I think it was the championship game when he yeah. was just, just on fire. And, you know, I've seen it happen. It's a flame surprising basketball. Yeah. He's on fire. Turbo. <laughs> um, but I, I like Ohio State's chances, you know, to get to the Final Four, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that bracket when you have, you know, Gonzaga and then New Mexico. And then who's your four there? Um, Kansas State and Kansas Wisconsin. State. Yeah, I mean... I think Ohio State for me that's the team I have going yeah. to the final four as well. Well, yeah. I kind of I kind of disagree with a lot of the um a lot of the guys on ESPN there that they they believe that in that matchup Gonzaga wins in in a matchup between Gonzaga and Ohio State um which is who I have there. Um but I I just kind of feel like Ohio State's playing so well right now. You know, Gonzaga you know, there's no fault of them that their schedule is the way that it is. I just feel like, you know, especially if you go through the conference who, you know, basically had the best RPI this year, mm-hmm. um, you know, make it all the way through there and are playing this well at this time. I, I really don't know how you can't pick them. They're just, they're playing too well. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I, I, Gonzaga could beat Ohio State probably they probably you know they probably will knowing my luck, yeah. but um, but uh, I I just feel like right now if they played Ohio <laughs> State, Ohio State would um, be the victors. Ha! Hell, hell! Threw that in for you. That was clever. Thank you. Um, up in the south bracket for me, my Sweet 16 is Kansas against VCU mm-hmm. and Florida against Georgetown. I have it going to Kansas and Florida, and that's kind of funny because you know that was two of the projected yeah. Final Four for me at the beginning of the season. I like Kansas moving on though. They you they did have that stretch in the middle of the year where they lost like three games in a row, and I think they've put that behind them. You know, Bill Self has experience in the tournament. Uh, and I think they're strong enough to move on in a situation like that. I mean, Florida does have a chance too, I think, but I like Kansas uh, mm-hmm. this, you know, to get to the Final Four there. Yeah. Um, you know, we we go straight from that Ohio State game to to the Kansas Michigan game. Oh. Boy. <laughs> and um, you know, I, I think that. You know, Kansas will just kind of put too much pressure defensively on Michigan mm-hmm. for them to, you know, I, I really, you know, I don't, I haven't watched enough of Michigan's games to know, um, you know, does he like to switch to that zone defense a lot still? He used to love to use a 2-3 zone. Yeah, he'll do it from time to time. Or, but... Yeah, 2-3-2. Two, um, but he's also been really bad at end game management this year, so. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, and it's, is it kind I mean, 
Is it kind of like Princeton style offense, but it's mm, not really. I mean, well, I Trey Burke is just more dynamic. So yeah, I was gonna Trey say he has, drive a he lot. Has he's going to pass players. Uh, he has a lot more skilled players than he he probably is used to. Right. Um. You know, guys that can drive, guys that can shoot, they can do it basically everything. So he probably he can probably run man to man defense a lot easier and um you know press that kind of stuff. Um. But I just feel like, you know, Kansas is such a uh, complete team. And when they're playing that well defensively, it translates into a lot of points. Mm. They just get a lot of points in transition. So I think they could probably turn Michigan over enough to win that game. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though. As a Michigan fan, Elite Eight would be quite nice for the kind of season that they've had and how it didn't meet a lot of expectations. Well, hey, you know, I I feel like uh, that it's – probably going to be better next year or even the year after that so they do have um, a pretty good recruiting class yeah. coming in but i think trey burke's going to move on and that's going to hurt so oh well that's next year <laughs> in the east the last section my sweet 16 was indiana syracuse and bucknell and miami mm-hmm. we got indiana and miami and i have the hurricanes moving on to the final four uh, another very hot team, and you know, playing well at the right time. I think Indiana, they their weakness is the half court defense, mm-hmm. and, and I think you know Miami has the talent to keep up with them, mm-hmm. uh, and you know to move on. Indiana, very good team, but they've slipped up at the inopportune moments, and I think that might you know catch them. Um, Though you have you know Cody Zeller and Victor Oladipo, and that's it's, I think you know Miami completes my final four of Louisville, Ohio State, Kansas, and Miami. All right. Um, let's see. Wait, what about the? Um, what am I looking for? I don't know. Look at your bracket. Um, what does it say? Oh, the Elite Eight, and then the Final Four. Um, did you did you get them all? I feel I don't know if you said something or like who who do you have playing? Um, who do you have playing? No 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 no. Well, for my Sweet Sixteen in the East, it was Indiana, Syracuse, mm-hmm. Bucknell, and Miami. Okay. And so I have Indiana beating Syracuse uh, right, and Miami right. beating Bucknell. Yeah, you're right. you got it, you got it, you got it. Um, let's see. So then I have Indiana playing Miami. Mm-hmm. And I got I have Indiana coming out on that. Okay. Um, and I, I, I was listening to a guy the other day who said uh, Miami would go out in the first round at the beginning of the year, and he has them playing like the national championship game or something. <laughs> It's just kind of funny. Um, yeah, I think I think Indiana can handle. Miami. I feel like Miami is a better version, like a more athletic version of Wisconsin. Yeah, probably. At least from what I've watched, and they've got you know two players who are just so much more dynamic. I mean, there, there. I can't remember what his name, but the one guy was just lighting it up in the in their tournament. Um. Like I feel if they had if they had actually gotten that rematch with Duke, they would have handled them. 
yep. pretty well in the tournament too. They just Maryland took care of them. So, but um, so I I think they can you know they they have the players that can keep up and score. But I just feel like Indiana is too complete. You know, rebounds better, um, and, and can, you know basically doesn't turn the ball over as much. So I think whoever doesn't turn the ball over as much is going to win that. But I've got Indiana getting in there to their Final Four, getting back. Wow. Been a while. I- I'm just glad we didn't have the same Final Four again. Like, we make our picks separate of each other. We don't show each other. We can't see each other's brackets in this ESPN pool. Uh, yet, <laughs> we had Louisville, Ohio State, and Kansas in each of our Final Four is the only difference. Joel, you have Indiana, and I have Miami. Which are both in our Elite Eight, so mm-hmm. very, very interesting. Well, how does the Final Four shake down? I have Ohio State beating Louisville, mm-hmm. and Kansas beating Ohio State, and then Kansas ultimately beating Ohio State for the tiebreaker score, 68-61. to 61. Uh, So I have Kansas winning the national championship. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, just, I kind of like the Jayhawks' chances, and actually... If you listen back to the original prediction at the beginning of the year, I did have Kansas winning the national championship in my prediction at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to stick with that mm-hmm. because that's the kind of, I, I stick by my guns, even though I do think they do have a, you know, quite a good chance to take it home this year. Kansas, yeah. Jayhawks, Rock Chalk. Well, I've got um, just, I don't know, watching that second half of the uh, Big East championship game and mm-hmm. tournament just so impressive like i mean syracuse was you know up by i think double digits at one point and it just looked like i mean they were getting every single call mm. <laughs> too and um it just looked like louisville didn't really stand a chance in that game and then they just put on defensive pressure and the way that they were breaking that two three zone was just like I haven't seen anyone do that all year. They were throwing it in straight into the heart of the zone and just breaking it down every single time. Mm. And that I just feel like they are so prepared. The way that they can break the zone and the way that they press and the the way they shoot the ball. I mean, they were just in that second half they're shooting so well. Make um, it rain. The, the big guys, the forwards, the way that they're rebounding, they have their two forwards are giants mm-hmm. and young. I think one's a sophomore and one's a freshman. And they were they just could not be stopped in that game. And whenever they changed defense and played zone, Louisville just hit knocked out a three. Um and Syracuse had been shooting really well going into that game. I, I was just so impressed by the pressure they put on and the way they break the pressure. Mm-hmm. I I feel like there's not really much Ohio State can do to contain them in the, if, in that game. Um, I, and the, you know, just kind of based on years past, the you know you, the person who wins the Big East tournament, you've got to watch. I mean, you really got to watch because you know they're tested. You know, I know Ohio State did really well in their tournament too. But I, I, again, I didn't watch enough of them to know. <laughs> you know, I, I only watched like their last game. So um, I just feel like Louisville is a complete team. 
Um, well, it's the last and, you can say that with the Big East, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I, I've got them, you know, getting the championship game in a, probably a tight game with Ohio State. Uh, you know, it would be a really good matchup. I, I hope that comes to fruition. On the other side? I've got... Kansas I've got Indiana. Kansas playing Indiana. Um, you know, Kansas's defense, I think, is clearly the reason they've gotten, you know, back into that one seed position. The reason they won their the the tournament, their uh, conference tournament. Um, but I I don't feel like Indiana is going to turn the ball over enough in that game mm. if they play. Um, it, it's funny because. You know, last time you watched Indiana, they just did not look very good at all. Um, and I think that's kind of how some people feel about them right now going into this game. But, you know, I remember what they did to teams earlier in the season. And I, I think they're still that talented. You know, they, they, they still can play that well. And I, I actually, like, I feel better about this Kansas team next year. I feel like they're going to be a lot better next year, which is kind of scary because they're already really good. Um, but I, I, I just feel like this year in that in this matchup, Indiana is going to win. Interesting. And between Louisville and Indiana, who you got? I've got Louisville in a really tight game. Um, you know, I, I I think that's really good basketball. Uh, I don't think you'll see many turnovers. Um. I think you'll see Louisville, you know, pressing a lot in that game because that's what they like to do after made baskets. And um, and it just seems like every year that I've watched them, they shoot lots of threes. <laughs> they, um, you know, they they turn you over a lot. And I, what the one thing that I really hadn't seen from them is the way that they break pressure. And they did that really well in the last game. So I just think they're they're prepared for any team that tries to do that against them. And the more that you play teams like that, the better you get against it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the tournament, that's the reason you see so many upsets. is because a team who might not be as good defensively is pressing the other team a lot. And um, I, I don't know. I just feel like in the, the, the way that those forwards are playing just impressed the heck out of me. I just... Really enjoyed watching it, so I, I'm going to stick with them. Did um, you have a tiebreak score? I so I have eighty to seventy-five. Not bad, not bad. It's a lot of offense. Yeah, I think that those teams can score. Now, an interesting question that I heard posed today, or was it was yesterday, around then, is this a year that you just let? You know, wife, girlfriend, significant other, female friend, just fill it out. <laughs> it's an interesting thought because the, like this tournament, you know, more than you know years past, has a potential to just be crazy. Yeah. And you have you know people who always say like in different pools, like yeah, this person came out of nowhere and won it just because you know all this, you know, this, this, and this happened. Yeah. Uh, interesting thought. I don't know. I mean, you know, 
okay, one thing I always found that I found interesting is did you know that if you are a Division One athlete, you know, with the NCAA, you're not allowed to fill out brackets. That even does if make you sense. Do not yeah. play basketball. Well, Rick Neuheisel did that, and yeah, he got you know fired as a result. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it's um. Like, I mean, if you, you know, if you like work for ESPN or you're a coach or something and it's like certain situations, I guess it's allowed, but, but I just found it really funny because like I had friends who were on the golf team Mm. and they weren't allowed to do it because there was a possibility of prize money. Oh, yep. That would be. And I feel like, I think that was, I guess, apparently one of the things. So it always like made them really like jealous whenever I was like, Oh yes, this is March Madness and fell the bracket. And they're like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that sucks. Well, you know, you're paying for you to go to school. So That's I don't true. really feel that bad for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, people have really weird ways of doing it. Um, they've had like mascots, they've had like random number generators, mm. um, monkeys, <laughs> like which dogs. mascot would beat the other yeah. in a fight. Yeah, you you know like uh, or just you know good old spinner. Yeah, you know, spin Whoa. it. <laughs> not not that spinner. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I get. I feel like I now I want to do some kind of like experiment <laughs> where I like or like have something random drop off the table and land on something. Uh, beer pong it, you know. Make a different pool for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as the booth preview goes, you know things happening around the world of sports. Just as we wrap things up here, uh, Miami Heat on that twenty-two, no, twenty-three game win streak now, yeah. second longest win streak in NBA history. Mm-hmm. They continue tonight against Cleveland. Uh, real quick, do you think they make it to thirty-three, which is the record that the Lakers have? Um, I was trying to look at their schedule the other day to see if there were if there was a team coming up that. I thought would actually be able to beat them. I think they eventually play the Spurs, and I think that's you know that's the hang up there. Um, uh, and that's before. I'm assuming that's I before. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think the less they think about it, the closer they will get to it. Right. Kind of th- uh, mentality where as long as it's you know I mean really it's not really that big of a deal. They're, Holy crap! Right as I'm saying this, I'm looking at the score. They're playing Cleveland in, in Cleveland mm-hmm. right now. Cleveland's up by 18 with mm-hmm. four minutes. No, it, it just changed. What? Oh my! Yeah, okay. Minutes? They're up by Cleveland's up by 18 with three minutes left in the third. Oh, okay. So well, that might be coming to an end. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's always cool to see teams going for for records especially like win records if it's not like i was always more impressed with those in like individual records mm-hmm. um if anything but um they're really good so i don't think it really matters either way but um i'd say they probably slip up yeah. one game even if it's not tonight um that's a lot of games i mean they play so lot. many games a week it's tiring and you know one of the starters could get sick not play or something, mm-hmm. which is more likely to happen probably. Um, next episode, we'll talk about all the NFL free agency that's happened. There has been oh, yeah. a lot, uh, but the big thing is that the tuck rule is out. Yep. Thank goodness. Yep. Um, 
and there's the whole rule about you know a flag for running backs lowering the helmet. Um, oh, that yeah. that is going to be illegal. Not crazy about that, but it's going to be interesting when it first gets flagged. Yep, absolutely. Um, well, the Blackhawks did end that streak uh, for mm-hmm. the NHL, but they're still playing rather well. Yeah. Um, I was I was trying to I was asking someone the other day about the proposed. Um, realignment which they did confirm by the way yeah and they were like it's about time it's about yep. damn time mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was they were just like like they looked at me and they were like why was columbus like doesn't even make any sense yeah and they were like i didn't even know that i didn't even know where they were <laughs> i was like me yeah well i guess that makes sense uh, don't look now, though, as far as the NHL point standings go. You know, Chicago's now 24-2-3 with 51 points. Mm. Anaheim is 21-3-4 with 46 points. Wow. Only five points behind. And the Penguins, 23-8-0. Mm-hmm. So, with 46 points as well. So, despite that torrid start, you know, not far behind. Yep. Very, very interesting. Uh, Make for a more interesting when playoff time comes around. Michigan football, Jake Ryan tore his ACL. Like their best Practicing? defensive player. Yeah, they yep, tore his ACL. Their best defensive player led the team in tackles last year. So that's sad here. Um, the Big East, you know, they took the Catholic seven mm-hmm. and they added today Butler, Creighton, and Xavier. Yep. Um, so that will be the new Big East, and then the other teams will, you know, make some sort of conference on their own. I'm sure. Yeah, they're going to, I guess, be what competing with the ACC for for like best realigned basketball conference or something. Something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it it seems like the ACC is trying to become the new Big East. Yeah. I mean, you know, with the team. So, in other words, they're just going to be like off one football and good. <laughs> Something like that. Well, I mean, that's about it. But it's really, it's all about the tournament. It's yeah. Very, very. Exciting. No, I mean, like it's it, like everybody's talking about, you know, making BCS moves and stuff, and it's it's more like they're trying to make moves for all the other sports instead of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that turns out. So next time, the final four will be set. Yep. So we'll talk about that, and then we'll also go over the other sports stories from the week. But for now, with that, I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. We hope you enjoy the week in sports, more like the tournament.